This is a Honky Tonk Man, the greatest intercontinental champion of all time, and you're listening to The Wrestler Review. Oh, hi, everyone. Welcome to Dylan and John's celebration of womanhood to celebrate the successful um, staging of an all-woman WWE pay-per-view evolution. I have to say, I'm very impressed with the WWE, not just in the middle of it having Santina Morella or Mae Young come out and have sex with a watermelon. You know that was proposed. We really wanted that to happen. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was, I, I was going to say it was 6% chance that Santina Morella walked down the ring at some point. I actually think they should bring him back just to have uh, Ronda Rousey put him in an armbar. I think that would be like a great WrestleMania moment. Well, Michael Cole just missed. Ah, he got him with the spaghetti arm because Michael Cole <laughs> doesn't like eye towels. Santina should beat Ronda for sure. I think that should be Ronda's first loss is the Cobra, but it's to her pussy, and then she gets uh, herpes, and then she's, and then she's, he want to put her in the armbar, except she's itching her cunt. <laughs> and they should be able to say cunt. Do you understand how far wrestling's come? That. Four years ago, that's exactly what would have happened. In many ways, we're doing the Bella Twins today, and oh yeah, and guys, by the way, this shit. Some of it is like, how, how have, how are these women saying this in a book about a major company that's publicly traded and no one cares? I couldn't agree more. <laughs> reading this, reading this, I was just like, oh no wonder they're doing, they're still doing Crown Jewels. Vince McMahon is literally like, what? Everything they do is right. <laughs> we want to be a Saudi Arabia Arabia based company now. <laughs> okay, we, this is really skipping ahead, but at one point they're like, "Oh, we'd like to be wrestlers," and they were like, "Well, then you can get the fuck out of here." No, yeah, they they go they uh, yeah, this is skipping ahead, but how they get into wrestling is they show up to the total diva or total diva, sorry, they show up to the diva search audition and then are like, "Hey, let's do this." Because they think that's how you become wrestlers because they saw ads for it. And then they're like, oh, we want to become wrestlers. And then the people of the company are like, oh, no, wrong audition. Yeah. No, that's wrong. Because they literally show up to the Diva Search audition. And then a guy just comes up and talks to them. She talks. Uh, so he talks to their face about them. If you guys understand what that means. Like yeah, someone I, would an old person where it's like, we got to put grandma in a home. Like that type of thing. I'll give you an example yeah. using, using Dylan. It's weird. He has both a micro penis, but it is as thick as a plate. No, yeah, that's uh, you're being a real John's mom, you know. Mm. Nice. Yeah, you're being a real Dylan's dad. Can't be found. <laughs> Alive. Um, what was that? <laughs> Dylan's dad is dead. He did it because he knew about the man Dylan would grow up to be. Nope. He knew he'd be uh, friends with a nerd like you. It's hurtful. Big head, John. See it from space. Uh, also. Uh, Graham K, enemy of the show, that's at Graham K Comedy on Twitter, <laughs> um, was staying with me, and I got stung by a bee, and to show you how evil that man is, he told that story to literally everyone, and he couldn't get through it because he couldn't stop laughing, and he kept just being like, ah, you got stung by a bee. It's the best. That man is only loves violence and is happy about all the bad things that happened to the Bella Twins, which we'll get to right now. What happened when you got stung by a bee? Did you go, owie, wowie? No, I just screamed because I'm allergic to wasps. <laughs> yeah, of course you are. I'm allergic to wasps, but not bees. That's funny. And for a second, I was like, oh, good. Let's go to the hospital with no insurance in America. This is going to be a nightmare. 
But yeah, that's not the part that Graham enjoyed. Graham just enjoyed the human suffering of it all. Much like the WWE enjoys human suffering when they said to the Bella Twins, uh, yeah, you're going to need to get boob implants. And they're like, we want to be wrestlers. And they're like, well, you better get out of here and go to Florida where they definitely want more boob implants. It's very funny, yeah. They The WWE, the first thing they said to the Bella Twins is, we'll pay for you to get your tits done. Oh, God And they were like, it. this is not a company. They worked at Hooters. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the WWE was like, not no, no, no. big enough. Not just Hooters. <laughs> Hooters in San Diego. Do you understand? That's like yeah. that's that's a what is San Diego known for? Fraternities and the Navy. Like do you understand that Hooters was mostly made of cum. <laughs> they worked in Jug City, baby. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, let's get some milk. Yeah. Ooh, I want the milk. <laughs> oh god damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so check this out. Nicole and Br- Brianna Garcia Colas. <laughs> yeah, ew. Don't like hyphenated that. and foreign. That's yeah. double no for John. Double bad. Yeah. I have a hyphenated name, but they're both very traditional names, so it's fine. Very traditional. Traditional means white, by the way. Yes. Oh, no, Other no, cultures do not have traditions, John Hastings. Put it on his tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> it's already tattooed on my back. That way, when I'm at the <laughs> beach, everyone knows how I feel. And I've also added hashtag Trump, hashtag alt right, all right. Ooh, alt right. And then brackets all All right. That's good stuff, John. I love it. I also this is something that I just want to say. Much like the Me Too movement, I can't wait for when the alt right is that like is literally brought up in like remember when? Like I feel like I'm the only person that remembers this when it's like people used to be like, well, you know it, meh meh meh. Uh, and then the fascists. And yeah, alt right, same thing. Much like the uh, uh, Nikki Bella's boobs being small. That went away, and now they're big. Anyway, they were born in 1983, November the 21st, in San Diego, California, and then moved uh, to a farm. Why? Because their parents um, were 19 years old and had boned probably in a uh, pinto and then gave birth to two kids. Uh, Their mom, a highly Christian woman, was told by her parents, don't fucking marry this man. He's a piece of garbage. Do you understand how big of a piece of shit you have to come off for a highly Christian father to be like, you know what? I just don't want to have to give you the 500 bucks for the notarized paper. Just <laughs> do not marry this clearly ga- the gas-huffing fuck. Yeah, well, that that's basically what happens here is uh, they, Bree, obviously Bree and Nikki are twins. They A couple years later, they have a younger brother at 21, and the family is doing A-OK up until the point where the dad starts to... I'm assuming do what all couples do in their, in their, you know, your early 20s. Imagine having three kids and you're a straight up fucking psychopath because it's your early 20s. Yeah, it's so, your early. Tw- Wait a minute, yeah. no, no, no. Okay, we got a couple of factors. Early 20s, three kids, okay. farming community. You yeah. are getting dirty. <laughs> Yeah, especially in like, oh, where did they move from? They moved. They from moved from California. They moved from San Diego to Brawley, California. Now I'm currently in California. Yeah. Let me tell you about California. California, much like uh, Ontario, where Dylan and I both hail from, is cities. Enjoy the art gallery. Have a nice artisanal coffee. You go one hour outside of a city. Holy fuck! Like they're literally just like. Let me tell you about the alt-right. They use computers. That's gay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's, 
Yeah, there's a whole thing where it's like, what are your pants doing being clean? Get the fuck out of my town. Yeah. Now, I, oh, I, for example, I once did comedy in a town, uh, also with Graham K, enemy of the show, and a woman walked up to me and said, take your jeans back to Toronto. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, she was fat. She was fat with a mullet, and then her car got stuck in a snowbank, and I had to pull over and jack off. <laughs> jack off just to someone failing. Mm-hmm. That's a very take your jeans back to Toronto is very good. <laughs> take your beat. I can. I'll never forget it. Bear in mind, one week later, we performed in a bar that there was a fight an hour before the show started, ten minutes before the show started, and then the guy in the front row, I was like, "Oh, you look scary," and he was like. Yeah, I wouldn't say scary, but I did I did try and stab a cop with a wide opener, and he was fine with my jeans. Yeah, of course he was, because he, he'd been to jail, you know? I don't know if he'd been to jail. I think he got away. Also, I like, I'll like. i also remember that he said wine opener and not corkscrew. Ontario. <laughs> yeah, I remember I worked at Subway, and a guy wouldn't call him jalapenos. He would call him hot pickles. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't. I don't pronounce Spanish things. Yeah, I don't speak Espanolur. I call it hot tomato juice, not salsa. Yeah. It's hot tomato juice. I call it pepper sauce. <laughs> uh, so, but uh, Nikki, uh, Nikki, what was it, Nikki or... So this is where they grew up. They grew up in that type of community as two pretty, vaguely ethnic women with a dad who was getting dirty and a mom who was just trying to hold it together and a brother named JJ, who you can clearly tell was born at the farming community because they were like, we're not giving him a complicated name like Nicole. Two letters. <laughs> I do like the idea that they had a brother named JJ who just like live in a cool ass life, you know, whereas they had obviously they were twins. Obviously, they were attractive. And uh, that's not good. That's not that's not good to be in a farming that's community. Bad. It's just that's it's bad. just guys in flannel shirts walking up and be like, "Do use twos eat each other's pussy or do I got to pay you some corn for that?" Yeah. I broke into your house and I broke into your toilet and I ate your poo. So, <laughs> do I have to pay you? For the chairs you sit on in history class, or can I just take them? Because teacher says I can't take them. Mm, panty store is closed. Now you got to buy it from my tongue. Oh, I'm so sorry. There you go, buddy. Well, that happened. Uh, one of our uh, yes, they, this they, is, I was with a group of guys, and uh, they took a picture, uh, an upskirt picture, and passed it around school. And that was of, of Nikki, and then Nikki still doesn't think that they had any mean intent. Do you understand? <laughs> You're just either lying for a book or you're too nice. Like, of course they had me in set. This is also 1996 upskirt. Do you know how big a camera was? (laughs) Do you understand the elaborate distraction they had to pull off so they could upskirt this poor woman? Oh, yeah. And then, okay, and then another one of them just straight up got, a guy got out of his car and tried to drag her while he was naked into his car. She escaped uh, and then the police just put her on the news a lot, being like, look, at this woman was attacked by a naked man. Who knows who that naked man is, but look at this victim. She's so pretty. Who wouldn't attack her? <laughs> like, it's just like, holy fuck, man. At this point, by the Extra way... Extra attackable, vulnerable woman. Here's yeah. her address. Was attacked. <laughs> nice. Ex- yeah. News at six. This hottie gets what she deserves. 
watch me talk to her and also show this upskirt at News at 11, which is the size of my dick now. Like, it's just like, fuck you. <laughs> no, yeah, there was a, they had us a rough ride. Yeah, I was literally reading this being like, because I was speaking with various friends of mine this week. I don't know, this week was a lot of me arguing with dudes. And a lot of them were basically like, yeah, well, black people have had it hard, but w- not, but women haven't had it as hard as they make it out to be. And I had to be like, that's not true. As I was doing reading the research for this episode, and all I want to do is be like, um, just read one paragraph of their childhood. And you're like, Jesus fucking Christ, fucking Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, I mean, the, her Bree's, uh, Bree's first boyfriend was killed in a, by a drunk driver, and his name was Bear. <laughs> so that's... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah that drunk driver by the way john laurinitis <laughs> oh no i thought i was parking it fast bye bye i drive it i'm i live in japan sometimes so i drive like they do <laughs> oh yeah get him john <laughs> unnecessary that is wildly unnecessary i guarantee john laurinitis has said that to people i guarantee no, no one no one has cl- no one is disliked by their brother more in professional wrestling than John Laurinaitis. You've never heard Road Warrior Animal and John Laurinaitis admit that they are related. Like people are like, you know that they're brothers, and they say it in that way of like, you wouldn't know that based on the fact that they fucking hate each other because John Laurinaitis is. No one defends John Laurinaitis. Jim Ross, who is the most diplomatic He's the most of all, easily the- hated man, and the most diplomatic of all the wrestling podcasters, like legitimately has basically said a couple of times being like um yeah thank god that guy followed me at my job because he made me look fucking amazing at that job like his book is basically like the last chapter he he doesn't even go into like leaving the wwe and all that sort of stuff because you can tell that he would be like well it would just me be writing a chapter about and then they got this square-headed texas fuck who basically just used it to talk to girls and fuck with people well i mean he We'll do a John Laurinaitis episode, but I mean, the one thing about John Laurinaitis that we'll never find out was how how he rose through the ranks of that company, and I don't think it was just kissing ass. I do think it was just, uh, I, I think he's just a very, he's probably very smart, and he can read people and knows what people want. He was a ha- no. What 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 it was is he's a yes man and a hatch, and he also was willing to be Vince McMahon's hatcher man, which Jim Ross was never uh, want to do. He was also the head of WCW when WCW was bought, so he was in their sale. He negotiated a high up position, so he was in Vince McMahon's inner circle right away, and basically just sort of oversaw the WCW talent for Vince McMahon. And Vince McMahon would love that because he was like, I can trust this guy because he made all those fucking idiots look dumb, which I loved. <laughs> Brie Bella and Nikki Bella, how did they get into wrestling, John? How did they first start liking wrestling? I think this is my favorite getting into wrestling story ever. They're working at a Hooters uh, out there in Boob City. Oh! And um, during service would show wrestling pay-per-views and wrestling fans would come in and unlike monday night football games where everyone would buy beer and wings wrestling fans would buy fries and one coke and nothing else yes. for three hours they, <laughs> they would sit there for a pay-per-view buy four chicken wings and a coke and then do you want to refill on your coke mm, yes i would <laughs> yes please future wife i wish i could say that i didn't do this i've definitely done this a bunch of times i've done this for ufc events yeah of course it's the best way to do things what what am i gonna, what am i there to have fun or and forget what happened or am i there for to cheer on randy orton <laughs> i'm there to cheer on randy orton 
Hi, I'm here to cheer on Roman Reigns' leukemia. Bring it on. <laughs> Me and uh, two other comics went and watched a WrestleMania at a sports bar in Toronto. And I don't which know which ones, which ones, one. which ones, because I really hope that they're. Oh, uh, Jeff McHenry and Roman. <laughs> yes. And uh, two different types of social anxiety. Sports fight. <laughs> yeah, they're the overcompensating and the complete silence, man. Yeah. And uh, because Jeff is quiet, I better shout. <laughs> so we go up there and uh, the waitress comes over and she's like, oh, it's fucking wrestling fans, man. They're so fucking cheap. It's fucking like it's all just these weird, ugly loners just fucking buying nothing. <laughs> then, <laughs> then McHenry, McHenry and Mayu just kind of looked and I had to take the I just knew I had to be the captain. I was like, three Coca-Colas, please. <laughs> and then she went. And looked down, and it was like this, like, no, there's no, nobody. No, I have no one right now. <laughs> <laughs> Three Coca-Colas, please. <laughs> uh, easy, easy on the ice. I like the liquid portion. If you, if, if I wrote that properly, like the emotion, the, the flood of emotions that went through that woman's body, Meryl Streep would play her and she would win an Academy Award for it. I, like, it I, was like she was so angry and sad. It was like all the emotions except for the positive ones were going through that woman's body. It was very I crazy. had a similar one because I watched a I watched a WrestleMania when I was living in Montreal in a sports bar by myself. Because yes, you did. no one I knew I was in I was in theater school and I hung out with a lot of artsy fartsy fucks. And this was before hipsterism where things like wrestling were considered ironically cool. And it was just like, what? Oh, we'll go see a play where a woman comes out of a felt vagina. But Bret the Hitman Hart versus Vince McMahon in a match where neither one of them could touch each other because they're both made of fucking Christmas tree ornaments? <laughs> a pisha. And <laughs> the hostess, I could just clearly see when I walked in, she was like, by herself. And I was like, yep. And she was like, here for the wrestling. And I... Didn't even say anything. She went, I know. And then just sat me in a section that was all dudes by themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sit you in the dandruff section. There's a tarp <laughs> down. <laughs> we, were, we burn the seats afterwards. Yeah. You guys are allowed to smoke inside because we're having this portion of the building fumigated tomorrow. <laughs> so they weren't just Hooters girls and they had such a, so much time on their hands. <laughs> that they yeah yeah because yeah. refilling wrestling. the cokes that they started liking <laughs> wrestling which I'm sure like once they started knowing the storylines those nerds must have just no touch cummed in their pants <laughs> oh yeah we're talking about tracksuit at this tracksuit at the strip club brisk wind in the parking lot just I mean I know I know I know it might not be good for the storyline but I just think Eddie could use the win right now against Rey Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all, all of it, all of it that I've ever made is out of me now. <laughs> oh, there's so much I have to leave. Can you, can I use your phone? I have to call my mom to pick me up early. I'm 40. <laughs> Do you feel bad that all the people that listen to this show are wrestling fans and we're wrestling fans? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're making fun of ourselves all right good okay also oh i just but i it's also i'm trying to do the math so 8393 we're talking they started wrestling watching wrestling if they're like 18 so they're watching it in like 2000 2001 so this is like 
the craziest time. This is like WrestleMania 17 and then the invasion. And so this is when wrestling fans are both angry and then a hot woman is saying like, I really think that they didn't utilize Stone Cold Steve Austin properly <laughs> in the invasion angle. Like they'd be throwing that is crazy. They'd be throwing Your first impression cum. of wrestling is heel Stone Cold Steve Austin singing to Vince McMahon and Kurt Angle on the cat. I mean, that's a good time to come in. Against. The matches <laughs> were really good back then. But the matches were, were the storyline were crazy. That was the weirdest time. Which was like, could we have the writing of? It's very weird. Which was, it's. I truly believe that the best writing duo in wrestling was Jim Cornette and Vince Russo because they hated each other so much that they would always get a good idea because Vince Russo would be like um let's make him a penis and he actually rapes people and then Jim Cornette would be like can't fucking do that but how about we make him a porn star and he seduces every wrestler's wife and then he always gets heat and then boom Val Venus one of the best heels of the last 20 years fucking come at me and prove me wrong um, all of those things. And that this is the, by the time is when Jim Cornette has been released and sent to OVW to eventually assault a man who addresses a woman. And Vince Russo has gone to WCW and is now just getting fat checks. And this is when Vince McMahon starts taking over and thinking he can write fucking wrestling. And oh boy, do we get some weird stuff. Uh, DDP is a stalker and the undertaker beats him with one hand. All right. Yeah, yeah, just a lot of smashing WCW to bits. Yeah. But they join, so they sign up for the Diva Search because they're fucking, the Diva Search is advertised on television, and these girls are just working as waitresses, so they see it, and they're like, I want to be a wrestler now, because uh, they had both been high-level soccer players, Nikki getting, basically she was going to be signed to a team uh, in Italy, but then just decided to uh, not uh, for, do that. Yeah, forgo the inevitable sexual assault that would come along with that. Isa the Italian away. <laughs> now, uh, give me your phone. I want to break it. <laughs> no contact with the outside world. <laughs> I'm from Italy. <laughs> First of all, that sounded Jamaican. Oh, no. No, don't worry about it. Just go. <laughs> These we're not gonna. We're also we'll do this from time to time. We'll do an impression that's good, and then next week not do as good an impression of that person. It's great. We for, we also forget what the impressions we do sound like, which is a caliente. This yeah. is very good. <laughs> yeah, what's weird is I listened to the Mean Gina uh, episode because I was like, how hard are we to this poor old man? Very rude. But also the Mean Gene impression we do starts very strong, and by the end of it, all this is just us saying. Welcome, everyone. What I'm trying to say is, <laughs> yeah. here in Italy, soccer is for boys, and fucking is what I do to the girls. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a football. That's what we call it in Italy. That's where you, you fuck me. <laughs> Please. Mm. In my mother's pasta salsa. Nice. Take that, Italians. Anyway. Uh, so... The Diva Search, uh, they basically go to the Diva Search, and as we mentioned off the top, a man tells them to get breast implants. They say, no, we want to be wrestlers, and they go, oh, that's the wrong thing. And I want to get her name right here because she is, basically the Bells credit her with the reason they're in wrestling. Uh, Kristen Pouty was a producer and went, just go to FCW, like try out for FCW. So they do, and this is during the Natalia... This is Natalia. This is Alicia Fox. Uh, basically, the the women who will start the transition towards w women's wrestling the way it is now, which is just being like, okay, we'll 
like we'll do the duality of like we'll be bikini girls but also we want to wrestle let's just say an eight minute match instead of a two minute one where it's like you know oh melina melina duck the clothesline and look at now christy hemi's covered in the cum sauce or yeah whatever. Oh my god, Christy Hemi versus the concept of fucking in a honey on my dick match. Um, <laughs> what's also crazy is that Natalia is what? She's 30 now? Or 31? I don't know. Maybe look that up. She, uh, what I was trying to say is I watched some of their FCW matches on YouTube. You can only find clips of them cut up weirdly, which I found really creepy where I was like, oh, someone's put these up here so we can jack off. Anyway. <laughs> So it's just a guy who watches women's wrestling but cuts it up like porn clips. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's real. It's like weird snap cuts, and I'm like, is the and it's not really showing off any moves or anything like that. I'm just like, is he into the competitive spirit? Anyway, Natalia Neidhart was an amazing wrestler, and had her look, her style, everything from the second she started wrestling to right now. Like it's fucking insane how good of a wrestler she is, and still does not get the due that she deserves. Yeah, like of all of the, all of this generation of the hearts, she is by and far the best. She's not my favorite. Teddy Hart will always be my favorite. Like Natalie Neidhart is too busy being an accomplished wrestler and making sure that women are equal to men in the sport of kings, while Teddy Hart is breeding two cats together and then smoking some weed he grew out of their poo, bro. No, that not even that. Well, I guess now he's not doing as much. Actually, for sure, he's doing more than ever, but not only is he doing that, he's sneaking weed into indie wrestlers' bags and telling them to sneak it across the border, otherwise they won't get booked with Stu. <laughs> and they're like, Stu's dead. He's like, Stu Jr. then, whatever. Just fucking sell the weed. <laughs> yeah, you're talking about my cat, Stu. Shut the fuck up. Uh, anyway... I want to read this because it's. I think it's really good. Uh, the WWE. This is a verbatim. This is verbatim from their book here. WWE asked them some unsettling questions they weren't comfortable with, including commenting that they had small breasts and asking if they would allow the company to pay for the enlargement. <laughs> this was. This was not only upsetting but confusing for the twins, as they remember they simply as remember they simply wanted to be wrestlers, and ha- walked into the middle of Vince McMahon treating new recruits like his personal har- harem, and then Bree apparently out loud said, "Oh my gosh, I don't think this is about wrestling at all." <laughs> they lasted one or two days in the diva search, and uh, of course they're pulled together by aforementioned Kristen Prouty and told if they want to go to wrestle, uh, they have to go to Florida. And that is exactly what I thought the Diva Search would be, which was essentially uh, Vince McMahon has performed his quote-unquote character so much. Now he's like, oh, if I cheat on Linda with these dangerously skinny racks with boobs on them, that's fine now. Yeah. Oh, cheats with Linda. He doesn't even count it as cheating with Linda. He, that's, he thinks that fucking any woman is sex with his wife. <laughs> it's how I got her pregnant with Stephanie and Shane. I slept with other women and then she was pregnant. This is 100% why also... So the company was kind of wishy-washy on even having twins. Can you believe that? I love it so much. But also what I just want to say right now is the Bellas were considered the faces of the shitty divas, annoying women wrestling of the middle, like of like the 2010s, 2000s, like 12s. Why the fuck didn't the WWF just put a microphone in front of them and tell, have them tell this story? That they were going to be in the diva search and they said, no, we actually want to wrestle. Right there, they would have gotten every fucking internet fanboy on fucking side. 
And instead, they just ignored that until like 2015 when Mick Foley was like, just for the record, the people that hard work the hardest to get where they are are the Bella Twins. Like, they make John Cena look like a big pile of shit. And then everyone was like, yeah. oh, yeah. It's just it's just one of those things where I find it very frustrating that these these poor women that were basically being like, okay, we want to we want to be stars. We want to be entertainers. They found a way that they could combine athleticism with entertainment. They were immediately walking the door, and a 70-year-old New York Irish cokehead was being, ah, you want to get the Ws? You better get the double Ds. And then they, I get, just, they get sent to Florida where I assume they just saw John Mosley do a lot of pills up his butt. Well, they were like, oh, no, no, no. At this time, by the way, there's also a bunch of rumors that they like to get shit on when they're fucked. Of course there was. This is, all right, I just want to say this. This is why that has happened. A, because although they put a lot of work in, they're okay in the ring. They're not that good in the ring, and they're not that good at promos. That's what people are mad about. They're mad because... That's what they're, that's what they're mad about now. But before, it was literally that these fucking actresses had decided to wrestle like i remember yeah that was the big hubaloo 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 hollabaloo either way okay well no this is all right so here's what it is and i really do think this is the root of it is what we're talking right now we're talking 2007 right we're talking 2007 we're talking this is the start of obama's second term here uh or sorry this is the this is the towards the end of obama's first term and the uh, this is where uh, I I truly <laughs> I truly believe this in my heart. This is a lot of those girls seem like they would reject me, so fuck them. I literally think that's a lot of what it is. And uh, they're just they're just pretty girls, and it's the way they were presented by the company. What as these like they're twins and they're cute and and people fucking hated that. You know that's a very good insight. Is that it's not like. That's very funny that like wrestling fans just decide which wrestler would fuck them. That page is down for whatever, but those two twins, yuck! I'll reject them but before that, they can reject me. But I mean, this is gonna sound fucked up, but exactly. No, no, that I, is why? Because th these girls, because Paige is like a girl who would like. <laughs> Paige, this is all <laughs> them projecting. This is like this is legit. Why we always say wrestling is the alt right because it's like these are. <laughs> Did you just, there's like a chicken or something that's loose? No, I literally just, uh, I thought I spilled some coffee, I thought I spilled some coffee on a coffee table and I was just trying to grab it really quick, but then all I did was just make a weird noise picked up on the microphone. Ooh. Chavo. They seem like, like they look at Paige and they think like, oh, that girl probably loves Tool. <laughs> Whereas they <laughs> see the Bella Twins and they project girls in a dance club who they don't talk to or buy or even try to talk to, but if they did, they'd probably fucking tell me I was an asshole anyway or something. Yeah, Dylan, you seem to... Do you, is this how you feel about the Bella Twin? No, I'm just saying that you feel like that. No, I don't feel like that at all. I accept all women for all all reasons. I've... Uh, this is just... This is just based on... This is based on me assuming that wrestling fans around this time specifically, like... Because, like, we... All the people who listen to this show are snarky weirdos. Yeah. But there is a part of the wrestling internet that is like, why isn't the why can't Mae Young give birth to a hand and then Trish Stratus gets thrown 
under a real bus and run over and she really dies why isn't that okay anymore <laughs> yes no i i actually I, I was being facetious i i absolutely agree with your hypothesis Ooh, facetious oh someone's got word of the day toilet paper and he's using it <laughs> is that a thing no but i think it is i want it to be <laughs> word of the day toilet paper mm? Ooh, hereditary wipe wipe What's the next word I gotta wipe with? If you had word of the day toilet paper, that would imply that you literally wipe with one square of toilet paper. And if you do that, you're a fucking psycho. Hot. You're hot. <laughs> Ooh, so little runoff. Mm. Clean bum bum. Ooh, you... Ooh, someone's smuggling street brownies to the barbecue. Uh, there's a UFC fighter who was asked, what do you eat before a fight? Uh, he's Derek Lewis. He's fighting for the heavyweight title this weekend. What do you eat before a fight? And he went, that depends. If my wife's in town, I eat dead ass. <laughs> 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 uh, don't make me think of that, but it was good. That's, anyway, that's good stuff. Uh, speaking of which, I got into an argument with a, in a bar with a guy who was a no fapper. And he and this, and this is why the UFC is the best, because he was like, Every fighter ever knows that if you uh, masturbate, it lowers your testosterone and makes you weaker. And I was like, if that's true, every UFC fighter is lying during that press conference. And then if I typed in on YouTube, UFC fighters talking about fucking, and they are all days before a fight just being like, oh, I get that pussy. I bite the clip. And then <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I came to Vegas for two reasons, to nut on my wife and to beat the fuck out of Conor McGregor. And I've already done one of those things. The no fap thing is like, it's just like, it's that's like a fucking 30s boxer thing where it's like, first of all, you don't masturbate. And then secondly, you want to have a nice, huge steak at the start of every day. Only eat steak over the toilet. We got to take a break and then we'll come back and talk about the Bella's career, which has been... 11 goddamn years long. This is fucking insane. Everyone strap in for uh, what I can assume is more of what we've already been doing. Come chat with occasional, like, remember these nice women. Oh, it's time for a break to have a break. Break. Everyone's breaking. We're broken. Yeah. Not like Matt Hardy, because nice. we're not paying impact any money. Yay. Go to patreon.com wrestler review there's a backslash in there and give us some fucking cash you fucking shits so you can decide what wrestler we review next or to pay us enough money to get a Barry Darso tattoo only one of us will do that because the other one already has given his body for stupid ideas now enjoy the rest of the episode and if you don't shut up you're fat patreon.com backslash wrestler review Please give us so much money. Don't fucking correct my commercial. Oh, we're back. Oh, fuck, I forgot. You should have been listening to some sweet new uh, middle bits recorded with Enemy of the Show, Graham K. But I forgot to do that because we were too busy smoking weed and fucking Dylan's mom. <laughs> my mom, that's a nickname some people have for their own butthole. Yeah, nice. my, di my dick's so big, I can fuck my own butt. <laughs> that's not true. That's something that a guy named Carl uh, told uh, my friend Paul in grade nine, and Paul pointed out, he's like, you're going to get shit on your dick. <laughs> this is the best, the best <laughs> de deflation of a 14-year-old's lie I've ever seen. Well, though, here's the one weird one, was we were talking about this about someone, and it was, uh, would you suck your own dick? And I was like, yeah. Of course I would. 
And then, yeah, of course, why wouldn't you? That would be fucking amazing to suck my own dick. Yeah. And someone was asking what they would put on it, and I was like, nothing, and just fucking suck my own dick. Also, I, I feel like you... I feel like you would start sucking your own dick, turn to your wife and say, we're getting a divorce, and just walk into the woods. <laughs> yeah, sucking it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, f- I'd, f- I'd be flipping. I'd learn to walk while sucking my own dick. The momentum of my head going down on my own dick would, uh, <laughs> would careen me forward. I'd roll to the woods. I've seen a man suck his own dick and in, in, in person, and it is fucking gross. Who was it? I'm not going to say his name because he's an actual guy and I've told the story on comedy stages and fucking assholes have Facebook messaged him. But I've se- I saw it. We were 14 and uh, he had the second biggest dick of all of my friends and it was crazy big and he could suck his own dick. And then the guy who had the biggest dick of all of my friends, still the largest penis I've ever seen, porn included, then like put his head down and he was like, I can't do it, but I'm not going to. And I was like, that means that means you already have done it and you know how quickly you jizz in your own mouth. <laughs> that means you know how to do it and it's nice 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 what well, all right one thing i want to say though because they wwe was very cold on having the bellas in because they didn't want twins they were like whatever i don't know why they because it seems like pretty clear if if you're doing horny tv let's jack off to everything why not have two pretty twins but I really think Vince McMahon probably thought that one of them was the mirror. He's like, well, one of them has to be the evil one. Like you, like this is a guy who doesn't fucking like sneezing. Yeah, he just has weird reasons for. Yeah, yeah. If there's twins, one of them has to be a witch, so I'll have to core her brains out. <laughs> like he's just a fucking bag of shit human being. But they were the they were hired to be the World Cup twins for Budweiser and were photographed holding the World Cup trophy, and they were uh, contestants in the 2006 International Body Doubles Twin Search. 180% Vince McMahon saw the World Cup or something and was like, didn't those women try out? Why the fuck aren't they on? Like, it was one of those things where, absolutely go fire them. We don't have any use for them. Oh my God, they were on the World Cup. Bring them in. Like, that's for sure what happened. Let me say what's the craziest thing that's ever been said in the history of this uh, this program. Okay, that's a big buildup. You thinking Vince McMahon watched the World Cup. Someone had to explain to him what the World Cup was and then show him a photo of that. And then he went, wait, we already we already hired them? And then they were like, yeah. And he was like, unfire them. And they're like, we can't do that. And he's like, I said, get it done. And then they did it. <laughs> yeah, if he knows what... If Vince McMahon knows what basketball is, I'd be fascinated. <laughs> Vince McMahon thinks podcasts are shoot interviews. That's why all the shoot interviews on the WWE network are called are called podcasts. Because he's convinced that shoot interviews are podcasts. He's like, that's what you do. You just go and podcast. And then he gets very confused because then someone will call something to wrestle a podcast. And he's like, that's not a podcast. And they're like, well, it is. Because we know what it is and you don't, you old fuck. So weird. But I mean, imagine imagine you've just destroyed a quarter of your brain with cocaine, but don't believe that it's addictive. you did that as well. Yeah. Like, what, what does he say to his grandkids? I never anything. He never <laughs> said anything to his grandkids. He doesn't do that. <laughs> he does not do that. I guarantee he's nicer to the kids that he imagines Nikki Bella and or Brie. I actually don't know which one's which. Which one's dating John Cena and which one's dating um Nikki Bella 
was divorced from John or not broke off their engagement and Brie Bella is married to Daniel Bryan. There we go. Okay, now I understand. So September 15, 2007, they make Brie their Bella's the more attainable one is what Dylan's saying. Go ahead. She is. <laughs> no, I I run train on John Cena. <laughs> Who's John Cena? He's the guy when I give him my creama, you know what I mean? When I come up when I come up that whore. <laughs> oh no. Usually, yeah, John usually, Cena's a whore. Usually I I'm the, I'm the one that says the questionable things. I'm very glad that Dylan's decided to pick up the gauntlets this week and say come up that whore a bunch of times. Yeah. I'd make John Cena live in a room and only eat cottage cheese because it looks the most <laughs> like my loads. <laughs> then I'd fuck him in the ass once a month. Might be my fuck doggy. Mmm. Taste it. So it's 2008. So what do they do, John? What do the goddamn Bella Twins do? They do tag matches and bikini contests. Yeah, I was about. I was gonna say. It's aye, yeah. It's either backstage interviews or get their fucking Shavitsons out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, you want to be a wrestler? Well, you want to know something about wrestlers? They got to show off their tits. Yeah. Edge included. Yeah. There's only two ways to make it in this business. One, win the King of the Ring. Two, win a bikini contest. <laughs> no women allowed in the King of the Ring. Oh, and also men are allowed in the bikini contest. If it's proven that both Harvey Whippleman and Santina Morella have both won them, God damn it. So, this begins. The Bella Twins are doing, and in, in, sorry, on the main roster, and uh, they debut on SmackDown. What's a roster? Raster is, uh, that's because uh, I'm from Baston. Yeah, all right. I'm from Baston. So... The Bella Twins debut, uh, or Brie, sorry, Brie rather debuts, and what happens is that they do the whole thing of she's getting mysterious help. They're doing twin magic. And, and then Natalie and Victoria intervene, and it's revealed, oh my god, there's two goddamn, there's two angels under this motherfucking ring, and they have some matches against Brie, sorry, Brie and Nikki uh, in their first match together defeat Natty and Victoria. This is another reason that people do not like them is because immediately on the main roster, these small women are beating two big women who internet dorks loved because they were good at wrestling. Yeah. Big mistake, internet, liking people that were good at something. This is the WWF, where as long as they're Kane, they get to stay. <laughs> but that's really what it is. It's like... They that was the, that was the perception was that these are two models who learned how to wrestle when can, in reality it was they're just attractive athletes and they they said that they said this from the beginning that they had an athlete's mentality which is just basically keep your head down and do the work and yeah. what they would do is ask for favors and then those favors would be granted and wrestling is a lot like open mic comedy where if you ask for something and then you get it everyone hates you for getting that thing yeah it's Again, it's one of those things where wrestling fans are like, these girls aren't my dream, even though when in reality, like, no, they are. They like wrestling. I guarantee Natalie Ni Natty Neidhart would never talk to you about the Mick Foley Helen Bell because she's like, never. Oh, I remember that day my dad smoked crack and couldn't find his way out of the closet. <laughs> it is nice. If you listen to the Natty Neidhart episode, Jim Neidhart is just a charming galoot, but the reason he is a galoot is because of his... Painkiller and cocaine addiction. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, Natty, 
you're being so charming. Now turn away. I have to inject insulin into my dick or I'll die. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> uh, my name is Jim Nightheart and I'm a Jack Roberts. Look like a choir boy. Okay, so the Bella Twins basically rinse and repeat. Um, they get kicked. No, no, no. Ar- we need to talk about something first. We need to talk about something. This okay. is the first time that they end up getting heat is because Brie uh, and her boyfriend, Richie, basically her boyfriend, Richie, they, they'd been doing shitty because she had to move to Florida for the uh, for FCW, obviously. And she asked John Laurinaitis, it'd be OK if she moved back to L.A. where her boyfriend, Richie, was so they could spend a bit more time together and maybe save their relationship. Now, John, I ask you this question. What is that last name of this gentleman, Richie? Sambora. Your motherfucking. Re- no, he's uh, <laughs> Kotzen. OK, you connected something that I didn't. Wait, is it just that his, his last name is Cox? Kotzen, who is the guitarist for poison holy shit i had no fucking- she dated the guitarist for poison for five years before she dated daniel bryan <laughs> wait a minute it's not no i thought the, the yeah! i thought the guitarist for poison was fucking um richie sambora is the is guy bon jovi i think no richie sambora is bon jovi brian coxon i thought it was something i thought it was like cc demille was the guitarist in poison Richie Kotzen, the guitarist from Poison. A guitarist from Poison. Well, let's let's figure it out. Yeah. Oh, God, I hope you're right. No, I mean, it is the guitarist from Poison. Poison. Richie, yeah, Richie Kotzen. He was in Poison from 91 to 93. Ooh! Yeah, man. Richie Kotzen, not looking good. A full 13 years older than Miss Brie Bella. Oh, there's a photo of them together? Oh, no, Richie. Yeah, it's not good. She looks... She looks very young, and he looks yes. v- very molestery. <laughs> yeah, he's almost 40, and she's 23. Eh, eh, eh. Yeah. yeah. What's yeah. the poison? What's a poison song? What's a poison song? Every rose has its thorn. Oh, yeah. Did they do Unskinny Bop as well? Uh, they do. What They do what? Um, skinny bop bop. Uns- yes, that is that is also um, them. Yes. Skinny bop bop bop. bop. This, this is this is the funny thing because this is also if you found out this pretty girl, if this pr- this pretty girl just beat the internet wrestling fans' favorite wrestler, and then she wants to move back to L.A. but still work on TV so she can spend more time with her boyfriend, the guitarist from Poison. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> for the wrestling fans to hate during this time. Oh, yeah. But it's also one of those things where I am actually... She's just with this John. old did- man with five separate and equally bad snake tattoos on his chest or something. Yeah. Um. John. Hey, John Laurinaitis. I need to get back to LA to spend time with my boyfriend because he's already gotten my initials tattooed on his dick and he's threatening to just add the word gun so it says bb gun on his dick (laughs) (laughs) oh that's good stuff we're professionals absolute absolutely amazing and then brie bella like you said rinse and repeat it is with the bella twins which is they're uh they're pretty so then a tag team wants to date them yeah and then the miz and morrison and carlito and primo argue over who gets to date them which means but this is the highest point you could get as a woman not the highest point but this is one of the higher points on the show as a woman that you could get during this time was basically like you're gonna fuck these dudes (laughs) nice 
basically at this time in wrestling, if you want what was considered winning the Royal Rumble and headlining WrestleMania was one of the dudes on the ECW roster said on national television, <laughs> let's fuck. Like this was yeah, exactly. The, this was the highest. They they were the Roman Reigns of two thousand and nine because they kept trying to imply that the Miz was gonna raw dog Brie Bella. <laughs> well, that's the thing. They're all bubbly, and that's the thing that wrestling fans probably didn't like about them. To get back to this point, because this really does mar the entire Bella uh, Bella Twins career, is people just don't like them. Just just based on what they they're like you said, they are the Roman Reigns because they do get super pushed. It's just that that super push for females at that time was just fucking putrid. Yeah, it was terrifying. Oh, they got all the good rules. What role did they get? Uh, Viscera grinded on them. Yeah. <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, their push was Teddy Long uh, asked the other wrestlers to whisper when they were sexually harassing the Bella Twins. <laughs> could you keep it down in the library for us when you're saying that you want to smell her poo? Thank you. And also, if you're going to tell her you're going to eat her peach, be more romantic. Just say you're going to lick that pussy, girl. <laughs> so their next big feud is uh, when they're both fighting to fuck Daniel Bryan. Because that's that's what they did. They they would just decide they had a crush on a boy and then they would try and suck the goddamn jeans off his pants. That's what the characters were. It so- is so crazy to read about Daniel Bryan before, like... Before basically Team Hell No, the Yes Chant, and that amazing WrestleMania 30 victory, where it was just sort of like, I don't know, this, th- these women want to fuck a short guy. That's dumb. Let's do that. I don't know. Fuck him. Oh, no. And then every month, because that was when Vanny Ryan told them that he was a vegan. And then they were like, mention he's a vegan on TV and everyone will just make fun of it. And then that's what they did. He was a, puss- he was a pussy bitch ass vegan. That was his character. Yeah. It was like, he's a- he doesn't eat meat. Yeah. He's Gross. A- that was it. That was the whole career. <laughs> that was the whole character he had. Oh, you think you're so healthy. I'm Triple H. Not only do I eat meat, I also for sure still do steroids. <laughs> That's where you put the steroids in the Cheerios. Yeah. That way you can heal up. The Bellas turn heel because they find Daniel Bryan making out with Gail Kim, and they attack Gail Kim, and then they beat the <laughs> shit out of Gail Kim on TV, <laughs> I like uh, which is another internet darling who everyone loved, and then they fucking beat up. So I also now- like that they're the bad guys. They're like, this guy made a cuckold of both of them. Get The dirty whore that let him do it is cool. Get her. And then, and then these fucking prudes beat her up because they don't know what it's like to actually be a woman and be property (laughs) yeah that was the definitely the that was the that was what vince mcmahon was trying to get across like we need bad guys who don't fuck men get it across if you say if a guy says hi to you you owe him a suck yeah say those words specifically vince mcmahon every time he's on an airplane and the pilot comes on he looks at all the women wrestlers and went that man addressed you Who's going to fuck him? <laughs> so this is when Bree and Brian started dating. Isn't that nice, John? Don't you like that? I do like it, actually. John likes it. John, you know what John does? John just looks up celebs. That's all John does. Yeah, I love the goss. I just like to be involved in what they call the <laughs> rhythm of life. <laughs> so this is... uh, They do another short run um, where Nikki wins the uh, Divas Championship... Uh, and then they do like a shared 
Freebirds title rule with uh, the Divas Championship, wherein Brie then loses that title, and since women's wrestling doesn't matter during this time, uh, they get uh, fired. Yeah, sounds right. Sounds good. They get fired shortly after by Eve Torres. They do a couple indies and are back in WWE for 2013, and they returned on March 11th, 2013, in a backstage segment with uh, the Rhodes Scholars, which was Cody Rhodes and Damian Sandow, and they attacked the Funkadactyls, and uh, then do a whole bunch of weird bullshit, and essentially the big thing, the thing that really made their careers take off and made them be what everyone sees as the two main what would you say the two mascots for the last days of the divas era is the is the program total divas which is a big hit for e absolutely debuts to uh, 1.34 million viewers and the bellas are are immediately the breakout characters with support from uh uh natalia they basically use the show as uh, backdrop to set the stage between Natalia and Brie having a match um, at SummerSlam, and they basically go um, uh, go on to be the stars of Total Divas to the point that they eventually get their own spinoff, Total Bellas. What a great time! And then it focuses a lot on uh, Brian, Daniel Bryan and uh, Brie Bella being engaged, and people just kind of have to accept that your favorite internet wrestler is uh dating a woman who you don't think has that good a work rate i think it was good because it made people mature a bit internet fans absolutely and what it also did was it brought no one talks about this but total divas brought a non-wrestling audience to wrestling because Mm -hmm. it brought people that like reality television show to wrestling which is essentially reality tv run by drunk people and so <laughs> that is really what it was. It's crazy yeah. that wrestling ca- came before reality TV. Absolutely. But you, reality TV uses wrestling's tricks, which is pretend you hate each other even when the cameras are off, but you actually are friends. Yeah, for sure. A friend of mine's wife did was in The Bachelor, and she is the nicest human being I've ever met in my entire life. Like just a sweet, nice, welcoming, good person. He showed me three minutes of her on The Bachelor, and I was like, I fucking hate this bitch. How is that the same person? And he was just like, because they tell her to be a bitch, and she was an actress in L.A., so she was like, all right, I'm getting paid a hundred grand. I'll listen to you, producer. So like, it's the exact same thing, and. Total Divas is directly responsible for now what women's wrestling being essentially the thing that it makes the WWE good. The thing that satiates wrestling, women, internet wrestling fans is the women's division of the WWE, and Total Divas is totally responsible for it being what it is now. Because also, because of those fans and the mainstream exposure, you also couldn't do the traditional women's angles, which were, she's a whore, that's bad. She's a whore, that's good. Whore. That is true. That is true. That the you you have to when the it sounds weird, but when the show is based around uh women, obviously, you can't have one note characters. This sounds super obvious. You can't have one note characters anymore. You have to paint them as an entire thing. Sorry to interrupt. I like I totally agree. It does sound Don't super obvious, it. except for the fact that it's wrestling where Yeah. It, it took them it took them from the 20s to the to the 80s to be like, if you put a big charismatic guy on top, people will want to see it. 
Yeah, good idea. Yeah, and and it's probably the first wrestling thing where I should say really mainstream wrestling organization or TV show for the WWE. Let's say that it's the first WWE uh, wrestling TV show where the women were the absolute one hundred percent focal point, and like Daniel Bryan's characters and later John Cena's are like just kind of there. Absolutely, um, like Dylan- they exist to be like I don't know about that, Nikki, and then. Nikki just does it anyway because the storyline needs to forward. Absolutely. Now, here's the one issue. The big thing I'm going to take up on the the Bella Twins is between 2013 and 2015, they became the big shows of switching between Hill and Babyface yeah, to the course. point that it made no fucking sense. Like, oh, Brie has betrayed Nikki so Stephanie McMahon can have the women's title. Oh, and now Nikki's betrayed Brie, and now they're friends again somehow. I don't know. Shut shut up. Fuck you. Well, this is the thing about the d- women's division at this point is it cannot be overstated. The total like Total Divas does t- uh, like just over a million viewers on E. So now the WWE obviously has also always wanted to be a multinational multimedia platform. So now they have two television sorry three television shows getting top ratings on cable right so the women's division which no one's ever cared about and now the the tna stuff because they've gone pg isn't really allowed so they basically treat the women's matches as let's talk about other storylines and then just throw ads in the middle of matches everyone pees during it is now basically only existing to tape stuff months ahead of time for Total Divas. So you'll see matches on like SmackDown, Raw from time to time, but mostly like the other uh, programs they would tape, like Superstars, um, stuff like that. Maybe Velocity still around at that time. I don't really know. But you'll see matches where it's just them intentionally botching spots so that it would be a storyline on Total Divas. Yeah, it's fucking crazy that they... We talk the about fake- that in the Talia episode, but they do it, and it's so clearly for Total Divas, where it's like, they'll botch a spot intentionally, and then everyone thinks they're fucking shit, but it's just for Total Divas. Do you understand what they're doing? They're faking a mistake during a yeah. fake fight for a fake program it's that's meta. called a reality show. Holy fucking yeah. shit. <laughs> and it's going to look like shit, because when you fake a fuck up, it always looks like shit, right? So they're yeah, in these no-win situations, and then the this is when Brie becomes involved in the Daniel Bryan storyline, which people don't like. People don't like Brie Bella, but they love Daniel Bryan, so it was a very interesting thing. Yeah, it, uh, this is another thing that I actually do believe helped them is that I think a lot of internet wrestling fans were like, "Well, if he likes her," which is the most internet wrestling fan thing ever, which is like. Fuck you. Um, oh, the guy I love likes that? Then it's the best thing ever. This is going to sound fucked up, but even even with the troublesome age difference, if Daniel Bryan just started dating Paige, they would have been like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Gross. Oh, 100%. If, yeah, if Paige... Why come he's not um, in the goths? <laughs> yeah, if Paige and uh, and Daniel Bryan hooked up and they made a sex tape... It every every internet wrestling nerd would have that as their gif on Twitter. <laughs> I would never do that. That would, would I would that. never. I have that is no that is someone I have no urge to see. Which pro wrestler as a man would you be fine seeing fuck? Linda McMahon. <laughs> okay. I just want to know what it's like. I just want to be like. I want to just be sitting there and just going. You just want to see Linda in action. I, I, I want to know what move she has that made Vince McMahon be like, 
<laughs> what made it? Um, I'm assuming that Vince just that was when Vince was a pure boy, and then she's seen him grow into a monster. This is what I think of that. Farting. Oh, it was a really weird sounding one. So they get Stephanie and Bree going to a short feud. And this is when Nikki turns on Brie and they do a really great feud. I think this is really underrated. This is when Nikki has started to date John Cena and she's uh, invested in some big old G's in her in her sweater. And uh, she's great. It's Brie can play the really good baby face and Nikki plays the great heel. And Nikki wins the, the uh, Divas Championship. From AJ ho, Lee ho, ho. later on and breaks AJ Lee's record at 301 days. And this signals like a Nikki Bella for all the for all the Bella twins dually had done for women's wrestling and biding their time and getting women's wrestling more and more. I mean, obviously the NXT women's division really caused this. That's when they started noticing like, holy shit, these chicks can go, go, go. But the Bella twins on the main roster were carrying the load. And she has the title for 301 days and, of course, loses it to Charlotte, which then becomes the women's title. Yeah, and now, somehow, miraculously, the internet has decided that they love the Bella Twins and that they are essentially the Ric Flairs of the women's division. And every time they come back, everyone is just like, oh, that's great. And the only thing that bothers me about it is I sit there going... I was told that you all hated them. Really? I don't know. Do people li- really like the Bell Twins? I think the Bell Twins are just kind of there. I feel like the the her return at Royal Rumble and then the evolution things, people were like, yum, 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 yum. Well, people are also just happy to see anything they haven't seen before. Or, uh, sorry, in a while. It's nostalgia, right? Same reason why Billy Gunn always got huge pops. <laughs> it's like, it's Billy Gunn, the new world champion? No, everyone's like, holy shit, I haven't seen Billy Gunn in a while. Do you ever see someone you haven't seen in a while and you're not even their friend and you're like happy to see them again? Like, oh shit. And then you're like, wait a minute. I don't even like that guy. (laughs) That happens to me all the time. Yeah, but that's because you're a weak little bitch. No, strong-willed. 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 No, you're wrong. Nikki Bella does, does, because Brie has to retire because of a uh, neck injury, um, but Nikki charges on for a while in the women's division and she, Nikki Bella is such a good heel. She is exactly... People complain about them not turning John Cena heel. People complain about them not turning Roman Reigns heel. Since they view the women's division as such less stakes than the men's division, they did exactly that where they were... They had Nikki Bella. She was going to be a babyface, but then the crowd turned on her, so they just made her a heel. And her beating Charlotte, her beating AJ Lee repeatedly, her beating all these internet darlings repeatedly made her so good as a heel because they could always have Brie interfere and help her out, you know? And it was the whole thing where, like, Brie accepts her role as the lesser twin. It was really, really well done. It's just that, and I will reiterate this for all the positives, I talk about the Bell Twins, we've said here, they are just not that good in the ring. <laughs> They're just not that good. Something about that athleticism, like, it's like Alicia Fox. They're better than Alicia Fox, but something about the the athleticism they have outside the ring just doesn't translate to in the ring for some reason. And that just happens with some people. You know, I think Dylan Dylan's inherent misogyny has come out again. 
As he just mentioned, a bunch of women that were bad at wrestling, even though I actually do agree. I think that is probably where a lot of the resentment came from. But I think it's going away. And I think that much like nowadays wrestling, the Bellatoons will be remembered as like, <laughs> they were so cool revolutionary legends, much in the way that John Cena, <laughs> just because he kind of refused to go away <coughs> or, cha or change, has now just gone from like, fuck him, to like, ah, he's all right, actually. Yeah, he's just always there. But John Cena, I mean... Yeah, John uh, John Cena is a bit different because he's very good. It's just that they never allowed. I don't know. He they wanted him to be the spokesman for the company very badly, and I don't know what it is about the Bella Twins that the WWE wanted them to be the spokesman for the women's portion of the company. Let me tell you what it is. I'll tell me, baby. John Laurinaitis married their mom. That's the other fun thing you all get to find out. Oh, Bella. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Laurinaitis yeah, yeah. married their mom, and they're like, we got to keep this under wraps or there's going to be trouble. And so they're like, you'll just be the uh, the voice of our company now or something. Shut up. Yeah, that's and that's another thing. That's another reason. Because basically, these here's why here's how to get everyone at your job to hate you. Your mom <laughs> just marries your boss so your mom marries everyone's boss and then you marry the uh guys who are at the highest points in the company you marry the number one and two characters in the company mm. that's how you get everyone to hate you and that's what they did that's very interesting it's not their fault they got that tight pussy that people want to fucking get up in it's not their yeah, fucking it's not fault. their it's not their fault that they found the two thin dickest wrestlers in the fucking fed that can get into that tight pussy exactly and Nikki Bella credits a lot of her success uh, with John <laughs> to John Cena, whose quote was uh, "just take it and apologize later," which is, I'm sure, something that John Cena didn't want anyone to ever repeat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. I um, said I'm sorry, so the assault doesn't count, John Cena. Yeah, yeah. You were a woman that used to be legal. I'm from Boston, John Cena. Uh, Dylan, best thing about <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dylan, best thing about the Bella Twins? Ah, there's four of them. Uh, boo, 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 boo. <laughs> I had to say it. No, uh, the best thing about the Bella Twins that they, <laughs> I, I'm gonna say it. I don't think they're. I'm gonna say I don't really think they're particularly good wrestlers. I don't think they're particularly good on the mic. I'm gonna say the best thing about the Bella Twins is a show that I've seen 14 minutes of once. Total Divas. I think Total Divas is the best thing of the Bella Twins really helped out the company and it's it's low-key like total divas will be more of a, it's total divas is probably more watchable than a lot of wwe stuff they do and i think it was a interesting property to get them involved in and totally save their career because they had been fired a couple times even even with being married to number one and two and whatever that's just how women were treated <laughs> Like, women were treated like you just fucking get in, get out. Except for Alicia Fox, which we talk about in the Alicia Fox episode. But I think Total Divas is the best, and I don't really even have a very good reason for that. John, yours now. Dylan, I'm not going to lie to you. The connection cut out for a second, so I'm just going to agree with whatever you just said and hope to God it wasn't racially insensitive. It was. Go. Fuck. Uh, best thing about the Bellas for me, similar to your answer about Total Divas, mine will be... Are you ready? Um... They are the chapter one 
of women's wrestling being taken seriously again in the modern era. And it was a combination of Total Divas and also probably them be getting into personal relationships with the two biggest wrestlers in the company. So they couldn't be put in used in the traditional female role, which opened the door for women's wrestling to be actually good in the WWF. So in a way, they were pioneers, but they were doing it in the old, most old school misogynisty way possible. They used their fucking and their appearances for progression. I mean, I wouldn't say that, but I wouldn't not say it, John. What's the worst thing about the Bell Twins for GOWT? I'm going to say in ring, they just never really got it. And the annoying thing <laughs> is that they've been like four to six out of ten. They're not even bad. You know what I mean? Like, they're not. They're not like Sid Justice bad. Like Sid Justice is like, I'm in a fucking lift my leg. Wait a minute. I broke both my legs. I'm just arms and a face now. <laughs> my whole lower body came off. You know, there's nothing worse than being just fine at something that you're supposed to be really good at, which is why I'm going to say yeah. promos. Their promos are really not that good. They're not bad. Like They're not Ultimate Warrior like, well, that was fantastically ridiculous. They are just, you're sitting there just going... Like, I know the information I need to know, but I don't give a fuck. Yeah, it's like, whatever. Like, legit, it's just whatever. That's yeah. fine. It's a lot of... They're the, they're, a lot of their career is a lot like every wrestling thing now, which is like, yeah, fine, I guess, whatever. Dolph Ziggler, for instance, if that character doesn't work like that, if this was any other era in wrestling, they would have tried like five to six wacky ideas. Instead, they were like, make him not have a theme song. And then they were like, okay, he doesn't have a theme song. And everyone's like, okay. Well, I guess give him his theme song back because like, whatever. Okay. Like no one, it's fucking, it's just, it, it just is what it is. Yeah, there are, si there are four to six out of ten in promos and wrestling. And that's the worst thing about them. That's the end of our fucking Bella Twins episode, everybody. Give yourselves a big round of applause if you're doing whatever you're doing. Just start applauding now, even if you're... Do you think anyone's fucked this podcast? Do you think anyone fucks to it? And he goes, I'm a cum monkey, and they just fucking spurt. They just spurt their loads. I think that, uh, I think most people have fucked their phones to this podcast. I, I think it was the third time we just said tits or something like that. <laughs> Let's check this out, John. Who are we doing next week? Let's all get fucking crazy who are we doing next week i think next week is either david flair or bill watts i think it's david flair you're fucking right it is david fucking flair oh ladies and gentlemen welcome to sad childhood week um i know you're all thinking oh the bella twins you guys seem pretty positive and actually made a positive spin over their careers yeah next week watch us really try and do it where we talk about a man whose own father basically is like yeah i feel pretty guilty not hanging out with him for 20 years but what are you gonna do Daddy needed to do it. <laughs> Honest to God, I mean this. I mean this. I swear to God. John, can I tell you something? Yes. I am so excited for David Flair next week. So am Just I. a oh. sad guy that eats his feelings while his dad does blow off of, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I'm assuming he's cheating on his mom but doesn't think it's weird. Like, come on, we're boys here. Who gives a fuck, right? Anyway, I'm going to go smell your girlfriend's underwear drawer. Ooh, it's fine. I'm the nature boy. I'm your dad. I don't like you. You take up too much of my time. Um, It'll just be talking about the 
absolute holocaust that was Ric Flair as a father. Next week on the Wrestler Review, thank you very much for listening, guys. Follow us on Twitter, at Wrestler Review, on Instagram as well. Follow me on Twitter, at Dylan Gott, D-Y-L-A-N-G-O-T-T. Follow John on Twitter, at the John Hastings. And then follow us in real life, and we'll give you a little present. It's fleshy and nine inches long. Mine. There's an athlete in here. Nikki, the current Divas champion, and her sister Bree, a former Divas champion herself. The haters judged a book by its cover. They looked at Nikki and I and they said, they're models, they will be nothing in this company. We have beaten the biggest thing ever, and that is all of you in your opinions. And you want to hate us for being reality stars. Bree and Nikki Bella, the stars of Total Divas on E! What you all don't realize is Bree and I did the show so we can let the whole world know, look at WWE Divas, look how hard these girls work. They might get three minutes on TV, but now you have a whole other show that you get to see a whole other side to Divas. What the problem was is one girl, AJ, was the only one who had a voice for a year. I didn't get here because I sucked up to the right people. One girl got to judge all of us. I have saved your Divas division. Why? So a bunch of ungrateful, stiff, plastic mannequins can waltz on through without even as much as a thank you? Here she was saying lies. You are all worthless excuses for women. And that is reality. We couldn't even defend ourselves because our company didn't give us a voice which led us into Give Divas a Chance. So everyone's been talking about the hashtag Give Divas a Chance, and honestly, everyone should be. But I wanna make one thing clear. It's not Give AJ a Chance, it's Give Divas a Chance. AJ Lee is the world's biggest manipulator. She's been able to start her career by riding the coattails of so many of the superstars, and guess what now? She's writing the coattails of the Bella Twins. I've been watching and I saw the Bellas just bully the entire division this entire time and I figured I'd come back and help give Divas a chance. She's judgmental. She judges Brie and I for being us. It's always satisfying. It's some sort of therapy to punch a Bella in the face. You want to make fun of my Hervé Leger, my Christian Batons, at least I'm proud to rock them. I don't have to pretend I'm someone else. <laughs> Yeah, I do like good designers. I appreciate how they make the shoe. I appreciate how they make the dress. Guess what? It makes this curvy body look damn good. Who is AJ Lee? I mean, who is she I have really? No idea. You try so hard to be different when you're not. You sit there with your spray tan all over your body, your fake eyelashes, all your makeup. You want to say you're such an anti-diva, but are you? The biggest diva. If anything, the biggest diva. And Paige. Mm. You two-faced silver spoon brat. I mean, who comes into the business, becomes a Divas champion overnight, and then decides to have a frenemy? Sometimes I let my emotions get the better of me, but I still think of AJ as my best friend. It's a joke. It shows how fake you two are. If I don't like someone, I don't like them. But I don't use people to get ahead. I don't keep people close to me so I could take advantage of them. Reality check. Paige and AJ, you could have your skipping, you could have your screaming. WrestleMania is here, and the spotlight is on us. Paige and AJ, after WrestleMania, the spotlight will still be on us.